one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to another week of Gee Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. And with me today is Casey Johnston. You know her from her episode about a year ago. Um, you know her as the Swole Woman. Uh, and she is now starting a Couch to Barbell program. Or you already started it, really. Yeah, it's like a book and it's like out now. So it's, it's yeah. out there for people to it's experience. It's out there. She... She created a Couch to Barbell program. If you remember sort of the Couch to 5K uh, programs of that kind of were the craze from 2010 to 2015, I actually used it to run my first and only and last 5K. Um, (laughs) Casey did it, but for weightlifting. Casey, welcome back to G Thanks. Yes, thank you. I'm so happy to be here once again. Once again, we're happy to have you back. Um, I'm pumped about this because... It's a new year. Uh, I know that you have been following sort of my my journey of sort of figuring out what the podcast is going to look like this year, how it's going to sound, what we're going to do differently, what we're going to do the same. And a lot of people wanted to more interviews with people like my friends. And you are both my friend and a great podcast guest. So it, it, we and we already have proof that people like listening to you because you were on the show last year. So I'm happy to have you back as I sort of explore this new territory. But instead of that kind of full conversation that we have before we get into the product, I wanted to just like go into the product. It's a shopping show after all. So I want to know like what you're buying, how you're buying it, <laughs> anything you've returned lately, oh a good God. gift that you bought. But I want to know mostly what product did you bring today to evangelize to the good folks? The product that I bought is, or brought rather. Both. Both, Both really I is hope. so in lifting. There's a great many tools that we use. You can you can make lifting as complicated as you want. Um, but one that's really come in handy for me in the last couple of years during the mm-hmm. pandemic when I I have weights at home, but I didn't always for several months at the beginning. I was sort of working with what I had. Um, and one of the things that I had was a set of what are called super bands that are like okay. giant rubber bands. Um, how would you describe them? They're maybe like four feet in length. They're really big, but you can, we're used to resistance bands that are sort of like little loops about a foot long, but these super bands you can use for a number of different movements to like add a little bit of resistance. And my whole thing is like, um, doing these movements that are a little bit harder. So you don't have to do quite as many reps and you're kind of building your muscle, protecting your muscle and they're great for that and I even though I have weights now I still use them for various things so is it fair to say I'm already confused like what so a super band is a bigger resistance band yes 
you can kind of wrap it around either different things to like sort of pull them at you or pull them. You can kind of like wrap them around your feet and pull them up that way. Um, You can just kind of morph them to a number of different exercises and they're great, great for, as we would say, adding resistance, making the movement a little bit harder. So instead of um, just squatting your body weight, you can wrap a resistance band around you in a particular way and have a little bit more um, literal resistance when you do it. Yeah. Okay. So they're a good thing to have if you don't necessarily like have weights at home or if you're not sure if you want to like commit and buy all the weights because like you have an outdoor gym essentially at Mm -hmm. your house um because you live on the first floor and yeah so your outdoor space your outdoor space has sort of been transformed into a weight a weight room would you say (laughs) so to speak Um, yeah yeah did you have the super bands before you got like all of your weights yeah so before I bought my weights I but pre-pandemic, I was like a gym goer, had a gym membership, loved my gym, whatever. Right. Um, post, once the pandemic started, I had to cancel my membership and work out at home. Um, and these were very integral to the working out at home process in terms of um, adding a little bit of variety, making these movements a little bit harder, um, but without having to buy a whole entire weight set. Yeah, because so. I think that's where people get st- not get stuck, but I think get intimidated, which is like if you're going to weightlift, there are only two options. One is buy everything for your house, which is expensive and also sort of like space consuming. And the other option is join a gym and that can be overwhelming and a little cliche, especially in January or February. Um, And it also, I think a lot of people, by the time they're in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, sort of like already know what kind of athletic prowess they have. Like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. I'm reasonable with myself about how much movement or what kind of movement I want to do now. You know, I'm not like, I think buying $250 worth of gym equipment for my home, like weights, would be similar to lighting it on fire (laughs) and letting it go into the sky. But But super bands feel like and I know that you've written about this and I know that you've, you know, you've uh, your entire career is built around sort of explaining how how to sort of not make weightlifting intimidating. Um, but would you say that this purchase is perfect for somebody who is sort of dipping their toe or maybe like isn't super? Com- I don't know, like it like if you're just doing body weights at home. Can this just be like an extra thing that you throw on without having to feel like you're buying into this whole new program, new year, new me? Yeah, I think it's great, especially for like we're having these constant variant waves where people, even people who go to gyms are sort of like in flux all of the time about whether they can actually go to the gym or not. So it's a nice thing to have at home. It's not the same as weights. It's not going to be as difficult as weights, but it's like you get to a point especially with working out at home where the only way to sort of make it sufficiently Mm. um, challenging is like you're you're jumping up and down. You're doing like all sorts of crazy body weight things that I don't really like. I prefer a sort of like I prefer to get a tool in there so I don't have to do quite so much silly stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're nice for that. 
And and if okay, and how much do they so how much do they cost? Where do you buy them? And where do you store them? If you're so, if you're me and not you with the gym. Yeah. I mean, they're not very big. You can kind of like wrap them up and they would compact down to a little, you know, six so very inch, small. Like the size of like a big postcard. You know, they're very easy to store. Okay. Um the set that I would recommend to people right now, you can get like a set of two, one one sort of heavier one and one lighter one. Mm-hmm. It's forty dollars. They're Theraband okay. brand, which is like this is a whole thing. They're they're easy to make, but they can sort of shred um, or snap. That's like a scary thing. So while you can find lots and lots of different ones out there, it's better to stick with a known brand. In this case, there's like lots of scary videos out there. And I don't mean to scare anyone, but like these. No, that, that's a it's, good it's, point. It matters. Like the quality matters. You don't want to go with like a generic, like unpronounceable right. <laughs> name you don't really know what's happening so these right, are like, like theraband a, is like a very a 14 dollar like, option on amazon but like those right. might snap over your back while you're squatting and that's like right. a sensation you don't it's want worth that spending another 20 dollars on for me yes i think but. it's very easy to go to like a manufacturer and be like we want to make something in the shape of a resistance band who cares if it like breaks after three uses right um, we want cute colors and we want some like yes <laughs> fun branding and who cares if it snaps on yes. someone's bare skin okay fair exactly. and so easy to store um and if you're starting out with uh couch to bar did i say that correctly couch to barbell is it couch, couch to, to barbell? barbell yeah how what do you need to start that journey? Because I'm assuming so you, some people out there want to know about Couch to Barbell. Some people out there want to know, but are also sort of intimidated. Just like, what's your day one looking like? Yeah. So you actually, what's this is the reason I made it the way it was is because I know that people would like to get started. They want a smooth on-ramp. This is, this is, it's sort of designed to be a minimal on-ramp into um, learning to use heavy weights. So you start when you, when you start, you need nothing. You need a few square feet of space to stand and practice the movements that you're going to be doing for over the course of the 12 weeks of the program. You need something to watch the videos that come with the program. And that's it. You're doing squat, bench, deadlift, rows, and push-ups. Doesn't matter if you don't know what those words mean. I tell you. And it's just three sets of a few reps. You do that three times a week. The initial phase, it takes about 15 to 20 minutes is is how long each workout is. Um, and you don't need anything. You need yourself. That's pretty much it. And then by the end, what can I expect? Yes. So the goal of it is to learn to use weights. I get frequent questions about like, can I just use dumbbells? Can I just do it at home? Um and the answer is sort of yes and no. You can you can get dumbbells as long as you can add weight to the dumbbells. So an adjustable dumbbell would yep. be the ideal sort of thing to have at home in order to keep um, working through this program. Um, but it's it, it's a little bit lower point of entry to actually go to a gym. I know you. I know most people aren't interested in going to a gym, but this is sort of aimed at people who 
would like to go to a gym, have always aspired to go to a gym, but don't quite know what to do once they get but to feel, the gym. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of in that position and I do belong to a gym and I do frequent. You have a sometimes. good gym, I feel like. Are you I still have a doing great a, gym. Mm-hmm. You were doing everybody. Everybody, LA. Mm-hmm. Which is like a very like gender inclusive, size inclusive. It's just like a normal gym for normal people, which in Los Angeles can be kind of tough to find. And the big selling point for me is, of course, it's two and a half minutes from my house. And that's about as much drive as I'm willing to do to get to the gym. (laughs) Um, It's a 50. So in L.A., it's a 57 minute walk, but a two and a half minute drive because it's straight downhill. (laughs) Uh, That's literally what it says. Um, And it's great. And it's like normal and it's full of normal people. And it's a gym that was really started uh, to sort of give a space to people who normally don't get to and enjoy themselves or feel comfortable in like a traditional gym setting. So Mm -hmm. it's for fat people. It's for trans people. It's for literally anybody who like doesn't want to walk into an equinox in Hollywood, which I feel like because all I I do feel like L.A. is like the land of gold's gym, essentially. Yeah, it's like a lot of grunting. It's uh, I mean, everyone the the big thing here is everyone knows that the equinox uh, in Hollywood is for the porn stars. And I don't want to do, I'm not, I'm not really interested. Like good for them. Congratulations. I want to go to the normal gym with my normal, my normal bodied, normal people. Um, it's very, it's really wonderful. So I do go, but a lot of times going to the gym fulfills this thing in my brain. That's like, I have been to the gym. I don't really like care what I'm doing there. I I usually do the same stuff I would do at home anyway. Like I do some body weight stuff. I do a little bit of cardio and I do like a circuit around the different weight machines. I really like I look at people when I go to the gym who are like lifting. And I think that's where couch to barbell would come in handy for me because I'm like, I know better than to just pick up a weight and like move my like that could hurt me. Yes. I don't want to look like an idiot. And even though this is like a, you know, no one cares if you look like an idiot here kind of gym, I don't want to like pick up a barbell and like fall over. I, it's just not something I want. Um, I mean, it's not something that's a good, it's not something that any of us were ever taught that like there's not a, you're not sort of preordained to either never lift weights or only lift weights by like virtue of you, like, we think of it as like either you're born a, a football player or yeah. you're a normal person and like the football player lifts weights. Everyone else is normal and doesn't do that. And that is not true. And mm. I think I mean, the whole ethos of this is that everyone potentially has so much to gain from learning to lift weights in terms of like mobility and right. how they feel in their body. And that's what this program is designed to teach and the reason it's like a limited length is that a lot of times we also think about weights as like either you're the type of person who do, who does that all of their life and that's your thing or not but like you can have a temporary involvement with it you can get a concrete thing out of it you can build some muscle mm. and that can be all that you do and that will change the way the way that you move and the way that you feel and you don't have to keep doing it forever and ever at that in the, at that level or at that amount of involvement. It can yeah. just be a sort of limited engagement thing. I think for me, and I think probably what a lot of other people want to, is like I just want to be able to understand 
how to like literally put weights on a barbell and lift it. Mm-hmm. And so that if I choose for that to be my workout of the day, um, because a big thing for me, especially in like my journey of just like enjoying movement and like being one with my body is that like a, tr- a triggering thing for my past is to get like very gung ho about one thing and go like all in because then I feel like I have disappointed myself if I ever decide I don't want to do it. So I feel like with weights, I just want to learn like, can I add this to my repertoire of movement? And that way, like sometimes if I'm in a weight mood, I can like go lift some weights because right now I don't know what I'm doing. So therefore, like it would feel weird or unhealthy or just unsafe or not smart to just like walk in and lift a weight freely of my own will. Right. I can use any machine. I know all how all the machine works. I'm machines work. I'm very skilled with a machine. But in terms of just doing and, and same with body weight stuff, like very good with body weight. But in terms of lifting a barbell, I am always afraid I'm going to throw my back out. I'm going to like rip my legs open. I'm going to like crimp, you know, get like a crick in my neck. And I think that's like a reasonable fear. Um, yes. A lot of people are scared. I mean, the the heavy weights are heavy. And I say somewhere right. in the book, I think something like um, you really don't need to be worried about accomplishment per se or becoming like the strongest person in the weight room because any average person, their mind is going to be blown if you can handle just a barbell by itself is 45 pounds. That's a lot of weight. And it's like an awkward object. Um, yeah. But by working your way up, you can you can you can get there in not that much time. You can work your way up through the body weight movements first, then you use some dumbbells and then you progress to the barbell. And the whole ethos of this is that I found like I found this very magical when I started lifting that you could add weight incrementally. Like in the book, I call this weights go up where you're just adding yep. about five pounds to each movement each time that you do it so it doesn't take either a lot of skill or a lot of involvement for that to just happen and it's very gratifying and very validating when it's like you're squatting 10 pounds today and the next time you squat 15 pounds the next time you squat 20 and then in the few Mm. weeks you're squatting like 60 pounds and it's like I didn't know my body could even respond to this in this way and you don't have to become infinitely strong in order to sort of see that effect happen. And yeah. it's really cool. But you do have to learn how to squat 10 pounds before you can just go in and try 60. Just in terms, I think it's it's just in terms of how to position your body. I was watching your TikToker reel the other day about like shoveling snow when you really <laughs> don't know how to stand. And I mean, like anybody over the age of 30 has felt pain in their lower back after doing something like really sort of juvenile you know what I mean like sometimes like after like carrying my suitcase or lifting my suitcase to the overhead compartment I'm like what the hell my back hurts and that should not be the case like at 34 I don't know how 34 that shouldn't be the case um and I I would love and I think what you've done really well is you've been like here's a way like let me teach you how to do this so that all of these things that you do in your everyday life is technically weightlifting, like carrying groceries up the stairs, shoveling snow, lifting your suitcase, carrying your child, you know, picking up your dog. Like all of that stuff is weightlifting adjacent. And and there's yes. a way to do it 
to keep you from like then grasping your lower back and being like, holy shit, like what the fuck? And I think that is like the most interesting part of this for me is like if it can make the rest, if it can make just like living easier, then, you know, I would love to learn how to do it better. Yes. I think, is, is my- this was the biggest thing for me is that this these two parts connected in my brain of like the, the way that weightlifting works and the kind of movements that you do are movements that your body is designed for. It's like the way your muscles are designed to work together when you do a squat. It's like when you use machines at a gym, it's like our bodies don't really move in the sense of like you do your quad movement and then you do your glute movement and then right. you do your hamstring movement. It's like your leg extends or like your hips extend. And like that's right. So these movements teach you to use all of those muscles together in the way that your body wants to, A, and the way that you have to in real life, B, in order to sort of like minimize the um, pain and stress that you feel from moving around generally. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel that, that there, there have been times where I've had to go to physical therapy for like one reason or another. And like, that's also been so fun because it's really, it's working. It's not working out. It's like moving your body with literally your pain points in mind. So you learn like stretches and you learn like a lot of physical therapy is like picking stuff up and like putting it in other places and having the guy and having like the doctor be like, okay, like, look at how your hips are rotated or like look at your stance like look at how close your feet are together like move them apart a little bit now bend into it you know and i find that to be a way less intimidating situation than it would be to walk into the porn star equinox and <laughs> and just watch people like I, I you know like that just cosplay as someone who knows what they're doing in the gym um because the environment is like a little polarizing. Yeah. So, a lot of gyms are built around I mean like the the sort of history of weightlifting is very intertwined with like bodybuilding which is in, mm-hmm. it revolves entirely around aesthetics and then either gains this thing of like the activity of lifting itself being a sort of like peacocking moment and these guys right. like shadow boxing themselves in the gym mirrors and it's like that's fine and good i i'm like i admire in many ways the like how much enjoyment bros have that they get out of lifting i sort of sure. i think that's like a useful thing to keep in mind that this doesn't have to be this like highly intellectual or like extremely philosophical purpose sort of thing although I do feel that it is sort of like a a nonverbal joy of movement and like what your body needs and one of I think in one of my newsletters I'm like I'm like a dog in a certain sense of I need to like get out there and move around some yeah. otherwise I'm miserable <laughs> and can't sleep well and all sure. of these like sort of waterfalling effects where if I just do this like limited amount of working out I'm much much easier to deal with and like everything in my life just goes a lot more smoothly so that's kind of how I think of it yeah I mean you think of the gyms and the the history of weightlifting as it pertains to bodybuilding and you think like you know how close I am to the Venice beach of it all and Mm -hmm. 
and it's right there. And I mean, that's a that's like a real thing. I mean, it, it was probably more pervasive in the 80s and 90s where it was like just like big Fabio dudes <laughs> with like big fake tans bordering on blackface and mullets and just like in Speedos. But you don't show up to learn how to drive your car at the track race. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't like get in a car for the first time at like a NASCAR race. Like so yes. It's it's important to find a place and I'm sure everyone out there who does not live in Los Angeles or even New York really like probably there's probably like a few of these types at your gym but maybe it doesn't make up the majority of the population but it is so it's it permeates so deeply here in almost like every space that it can feel you can feel othered very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, then, it's like if you if you think about statistically, just like the number of like who keeps working out. It's like people who just really love it, who are really into it to the degree that the payoff of the aesthetic part of it just keeps them going. Whereas like right. if we have people doing couch to barbell, they do couch to barbell. They're like, great. I built some strength. My body is like feeling better. I'm going to carry this into all of my other physical activity. And right. like. But lifting is maybe I'll do it like twice a week or something max, but it's not my it's not going to be my bread and butter. Those people are just statistically speaking, you're not going to see them in the gym because they did it and they're and they're set. And like, that's a fine amount of involvement, too. But it doesn't it doesn't create that atmosphere of like right beginners, really, just like the more experienced people are there. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, I think about my couch to 5K journey and like being able to run a 5K without stopping was like similar to how you said, you know, one day you're squatting 10 and then, you know, in a few weeks you're squatting 60. Like that sort of incremental progress benchmarking really actually does work. And to be able to have not been able to run half a mile without wanting to die to being able to run like three and a half miles, no problem. It's st- I still reached the finish line and was like, okay, here's something I have under my belt. I'm never going to do this again. I don't want to do it. Like so, I imagine some people get to the end of couch to 5k and they're like, I love running. I want to run a marathon. I'm like, I want to take this even farther. For me, it was more like you can run a 5k and I'll always have that. And, yeah. and I know I don't need to experience it again. I still didn't enjoy it. I think the most enjoyable part of the 5k run for me was being like, holy shit, like you're doing it. It didn't give me the high of being like, what if you ran eight miles? I was like, I don't really need to ever know what that feels like. I don't care. It's just not my preferred level of movement or my preferred method of movement. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I think this is another nice thing about a program like this is that a lot of people, when they start working out, they default to running, which is like, sure, it's very it's you you go out your door, you're wearing some sneakers, you're running, you're done. But I think a lot of people um, overlook or are very apprehensive about 
lifting for reasons that we've covered well here and like are totally valid. But yeah. at the same time, we don't think of it as this thing that beginners can get something out of and that you can um, do as as a sort of project. It's like people don't even sort of give it a chance. And it's like, this is a nice way to give it to give it that chance of like, maybe this is your kind of exercise and you never knew because you haven't tried it yet. And like I ended so like I obviously ended up really loving it. I like right. loved doing like five reps and then you sit there for a minute. And I, I was like, this is my I hate like I did running for so long. I hated it because it was just like continuous torture sort of activity. And you had to develop a, I had to develop a sort of like Stockholm syndrome feeling for it in order to keep doing it as long as I did and as much as I did. And then I yeah. did lifting and I was like, this is totally the opposite. And I, I love I love how it's the opposite in every way. Yeah, I I. I it's impressive what you've been able to do, but what I think you do the best is sort of usher people into this space without the um, pressure of being like, you know, the there is an end goal, and the end goal is to be able to thrust three hundred pounds <laughs> off your <laughs> off your hips, and and if the, you can. I think that the thing that I like about weightlifting and even the thing I like about doing the machines um, at the gym is like every the start point is always the same for everybody, but you can end wherever you want to and you yeah. don't have to ever go any farther than you want to. And you don't have unless you're trying to do something specific, um, the, you don't have to do it every it's it is it, it's kind of like a it, I almost think of it as like a life skill. Like you should know how to lift a heavy suitcase over your head because you will travel one day because we all will. You know what I mean? And like, yes, that should be a thing you know how to do without causing yourself any pain. But it's not necessary. We're not that's taught totally that. it. It's like we are. I mean, it feels like we're not saying that often that much that like, oh, I need to go to the gym like I'm doing this thing that's uncomfortable having to like move my couch or pick the dog up or right um yeah in my case like carry both cats in a cat carrier or bring their right. their bags of food cans of food bags of litter inside um but we do these things i think more often than you think and then when those yeah. moments come and you have that sort of found even basic foundation of lifting just everything is so different and it's so hard to like make people believe that but I've had so many people now try it and they write to me and I'm just like weeping at my computer being yeah. like oh my god this is so they're like I get it they, they're like I know I couldn't have 100%. understood except to, to try it and now I've tried it and I like understand what you're saying and I'm just like there is something and, the and we have and you know this like we have 20 stairs going from our garage to our not maybe 25 stairs going from our oh, garage yeah. to our house they're uneven like you kind of really have to find your footing on each one the first time I ever got home from a trip and carried two suitcases in my hand up the stairs with real minimal issue, I was like, oh, this is what all of those machines at the gym have been teaching me. Yeah. And it's not about like running a mile or getting to a finish line. You think about how people get injured, like especially people our parents' age. Like a lot of times it's like I bent over to pick something up and I pulled something as I was standing up and it's like bullshit injuries that like actually can be taught uh, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be like you are going to have like 
you know, a really defined back. And if you want that, you can do that. And I know that's a that's a Casey thing, defined backs. Cause <laughs> but it's not my thing. My thing is like I'd like to go on vacation and not feel that anxiety of like people in front of me, people behind me, going down the plane aisle, having to lift your suitcase, feeling like people are like she's taking too long, or like you don't have a t- I mean it's like these the weightlifting like prepares you for the life skill. And I mean, that's like important. I would love to not be one of those people who like at 60 is like, oh, I like I blew my back out because like I was getting something from under the like sink. And that's like a real injury. And it happens. And it all starts in like, well, like, where are your feet? And like, where are your hips? And are you bending in your knees or are you bending over using the top half of your body which is what you should not be doing like and all those things you can learn what by using weights so if that i mean i think the super bands are a good place to start but it's also couch to barbell is a good program to yes. get into how much does it f- cost casey to do a couch yeah to, it's to totally couch to barbell? fundamentals of movement is what it's all about the so right. the cost is twenty dollars, and that's twelve weeks of programming. Starts with body weight stuff. That's that lasts three weeks. Any this this is another nice thing about it. There's sort of three phases. They can be shortened or extended depending on your need, but it covers the the reasonable rate of progress is like by twelve weeks you'll be like using a barbell plus a little weight. Um, you'll feel comfortable in the gym, comfortable approaching the squat rack. You'll understand how to, the sort of value of and process of lifting weights. You'll understand how to eat to support lifting weights, which is another really fun part to me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, and you'll understand also where you can go with it from there. You can, you can sort of keep doing the last phase for several more months if you want to do that. You can scale it back and integrate it with other athletic activity, or you can just go on living your life having done lift off and learn to lift a barbell and like that's really cool and I would be proud of anyone for doing that yeah you can tuck that in with your 5k and say yay (laughs) all the things I did that I'm never gonna do again but I did do them $20 is a very good deal and you said it's about 30 bucks for the what is it called the Thera they're $39.99 these resistance bands and there's two of them and those are the ones that you recommend. We're going to only do those, you guys, because I do not want everyone snapping from mm-hmm. a cheap version. So yes. that's important. Um, cool. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for you because you. this is now your full-time venture, really. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, free. I'm doing my newsletter. I'm doing this program and like hopefully creating more materials for people to understand it I need to do a better job of that but I'm getting like really great response so far too and I'm like hoping people will start sharing their journey with it more so that they could this is a like what I'm hoping for is that people will share their experience with it and allow people to see like oh there's lots of other people doing this who are not born weightlifters and they're getting something out of it and like who are not trying to join porn star equinox yeah (laughs) i think yeah and i think that that's a great i don't know if any of you guys are going to do couch to barbell you should connect with the other people who are going to do couch to barbell in our community yes and 
And then when you go shopping, you can lift all of your boxes. <laughs> exactly. With no How are problem. you going to get the G thanks boxes right. inside if you're not Ex- lifting your weights? <laughs> exactly. How are you going to get all of your I- influenced purchases up your stairs? Yep. It just it all ties together. We want to be better. Mm-hmm. Want to be healthier shoppers. You know, yes, that's really this is what a beautiful ecosystem. Of, yeah, exactly. Of exactly. I want to move my body so that I can shop with stamina and mm-hmm. shop with endurance yep. and and all of that. Can you tell everyone what to expect from your newsletter if they subscribe? Yeah. So the sort of one line pitch is it's the, a newsletter for people who want to be stronger mentally, emotionally, physically. I cover um, everything from Will Smith's weight loss to different accessories that you can do with lifting to somebody getting body shamed. There's lots of different body weight, health, things going on there, all from the sort of perspective of like strength is and, good, bodies and we are love good, Adele. bodies are where you live. Oh, yes, Adele. Adele, Adele lifting weights. That was really huge for me and a lot of people who follow me, I guess. Yeah. Big moment. Big moment. I mean, honestly, you introduced me and I will link it in the show notes to the 1988 prom song version oh, of so Easy good. on the It's so good and uh, and worth the cost of admission alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited and I am definitely going to sign up to get from for Couch to Barbell because I am going to get back to everybody soon. Um, everybody, the gym. Not everybody, the people. And I also want to step off from the circuit and see if I can handle the regular weights. I'm great on the circuit. I do the circuit. The circuit knows me. We're all friends. I would like to do a little bit more free weights, especially because they have, because it's Los Angeles and out it, the, all their um, free standing weights are outdoors on like a turf grassy situation. Oh, see, that's so cool. It's I really nice. And, and also it's way too hot in the summer, but right now when it's like 65 to 75 degrees, it's perfect. But there's no there's no equipment out there. So I really don't find myself out there that often. Mm. So I'm excited. I'll get the TheraBands. I think they actually have like, them at the gym. So I'll try them and see what happens. Oh, yeah. Try them. They're often at the gym and you can like see what the deal is and, yeah. you know, all the things that they can be used for. Well, it's very exciting. Casey, thank you so much for joining us. I'll link to everything that we talked about in the notes, including Casey's program. Again, it's $20. Um, it's 12 weeks. It's a pretty big steal of a deal. Uh, the super bands are more, it's twice, the super bands are twice as expensive as the program, but they won't snap over your back. And that's important. We really, we look for that in the products that we buy. Um, so we'll link to everything. And of course, Casey, tell everybody where they can follow you, um, on, on anywhere where you are. Yeah. Uh, my Instagram is at swole woman, S W O L E woman. My Twitter mm-hmm. is at Casey Johnston. My newsletter is she's a beast. She's a beast.co. Uh, and couch to barbell. You can find it couch to barbell.com. I have the website. It's a great website. We'll tell you everything you could want to know. Is about it the, the number program. two or is it number T-O? two? Couch oh, it's, two. It's T O T. Yeah. Couch T O barbell. Okay. I mean, it's Good important. Call. I will, I'll link all of that anyway. So you'll be able to see yes. it. But now, you know, Casey, thanks for coming your second time on G thanks. And I hope it's not your last. I'm always glad to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, we'll see you next week for another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It. 
You just listened to another episode of Do You Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the GThanks Instagram at GThanksJustBoughtItPod and the GThanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424-245-0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. GThanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our GThanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash GThanks and friends. Oh, 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 oh,